You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Carrie Corbin, Vice President of Client Solutions for Barcoding. In the face of an unprecedented disruption, supply chain IT leaders are tasked with supporting 3PL warehouses who are dealing with record-setting e-commerce demand signals. With increasingly large numbers of channels to manage, where can IT leaders turn for resource allocation? Carrie Corbin, Vice President of Client Solutions for Barcoding, joins us to share her thoughts on what businesses should consider when putting the IT in digital transformation. Joining me today is Carrie Corbin, Vice President of Client Solutions for Barcoding. Carrie, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. Uh, how are you holding up, by the way, with everything that's going on with this pandemic? Going well. Um, you know, I, I work remote 100% of the time anyway, so that adjustment hasn't been too difficult for me. But um, yeah, everybody's healthy and and happy. And, um, you know, we're making it through the best we can. Looking forward to 2021. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, Carrie, can I ask you to introduce yourself to our audience? Uh, give us a little bit about uh, your background in the industry and what you're currently doing with barcoding today. Absolutely. Yeah. So a little background. My career has really been built off of a foundation of project and program management. So about 20 years ago, I moved from a role on the business side to a role in IT and, and found my passion in project management. Um, you know, within that, I have I have moved around in finance, insurance, healthcare, and supply chain industries. And most recently, coming off of uh, about eight years at DHL Supply Chain North America, where I had core responsibilities for program service and vendor management. Um, and in August, my family decided to make a life change and move down south, and that afforded me an opportunity to start with barcoding. And in moving there, my client solutions role is really um, focused on project, product, and managed services, as well as architecture and solution engineering. So, you know, collectively over the last 90 days, my team is really taking a close look at all the products and services that we currently offer, ensuring that we're delivering them effectively, um, using exercises around, you know, building profiles for different customers, um, how different resources within a company sees um, technology and how we can really kind of put our customer hats on and make sure we're right-sizing our solutions for the unique needs of each customer. Great. Now, uh, speaking of customers, we're currently in a uh, an unprecedented time, uh, re particularly regarding the pandemic, and uh, the push behind e-commerce has really ramped up. And now we're talking about some seriously high demand signals coming from the uh, the consumer sector. So, for IT leaders that are supporting 3PL warehouses, what kind of risk factors are they facing today? Yeah. So you know, it's been a it's been a disruptive year um, in, in many aspects, and you know, to your point, the e-commerce has really had kind of a record setting year. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of things to balance there around the, the health and well-being of your employees, but also ensuring that continuing to push business forward and managing risks. And, you know, as we move into 2021, the, the leaders um, in these organizations really continue to be focused on really three key areas around, um, you know, first, labor. So it's not, a, it's not a new problem in our field, but there is a significant shortage of qualified 
technical labor available to IT teams. So it's really important that we, you know, work with the organizations to push their digital transformation um, forward. And so they need to allocate those resources to those larger things. So um, digital transformation, continuing to manage the increase in volume of um, work coming in through their channels. And so using barcodings managed services, we can relieve the burden around mobile IT management so that those internal resources can be freed up to continue to innovate and push the critical business forward. And, you know, I, I say all the time, like, let us do the stuff that we're really good at so you can do the stuff that you're really good at. You know, the second piece is around security, which is, you know, a, a, a key word and anyone you talk to, whether it's in your personal life or when you're speaking with an IT leader, security and the ability to keep your personal or your customer's data secure is probably one of the number one things that keeps leaders up at night. And, and so making sure um, with all the mobile devices that are hitting a network, being prepared to keep the company and the customer data secure and working with barcoding, we can review device data. We can ensure that all your devices are running on the appropriate patching and security level and make sure, you know, we're handling any updates to those in a way that won't cause downtime in a, in a time that really these e-commerce sites can't afford any downtime just due to, to sheer volume and dependency from, you know, so many people working from home and, and being in a quarantine situation. And then the, and the final piece of that is, is around the procurement of technology. So, um, you know, barcoding, we offer as a service options. So um, building device and support services and that can be managed in a monthly expense versus a CapEx. So we wrap a device and services around that. We sell it as a monthly expense. And this frees up capital so that the company can, uh, you know, use that capital for other, again, going back to digital transformation, other important and critical projects. But it also better prepares for refresh cycles in the future, new technology needs, and ensuring that over the course of the years to come, you have a really good understanding of where your, your IT expenses are going to come and when they're going to hit. It makes it much more predictable. So I, I think all in all, those are probably the three things that are keeping all of us up at night when it comes to working in this space. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Now, I want to go back to the security aspect for, for a second. Um, given that we're all, for the majority of us, are, are working from home now, we're, we're taxing the uh, internet services that uh, are available to us, uh, but when you're dealing with data and uh, consumer uh, information, uh, that kind of thing is top of mind for, for a lot of people. What kind of um, safeguards uh, and uh, protocols does barcoding have in place to to really manage that and put consumers at uh, at ease when they have to uh, put that data in your hands? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, they said on average every household has ten to twelve devices connecting to any wireless network at a time. So uh, imagine that to scale in a in a large three PL warehouse environment and how difficult it can be to those, what needs to be on the network and what doesn't need to be on the network. And so at Barcoding, we have several services that we can offer. Probably the, the most critical is we have a, a team of people that offer consulting services 
to take a look at the current devices, what operating system they're working on, if they're already on an end-of-life operating system or end-of-life device. And we prepare alongside our customer um, the, the, the level of security risk that they may have with those specific devices and then putting a refresh plan together to get them to the appropriate patching or security level, whether that be new devices or completing a project alongside of the customer to update their patching and security. Again, avoiding downtime and, and kind of working through, is there a specific way that we need to deliver that to uh, to ensure that the customer data remains yeah. secure? Yeah. All right. Now, speaking of operating systems then, why should CIOs uh, prioritize the upgrade to uh, the new Android-based mobile scanning devices, uh, particularly in the warehouse? Yeah, so you led me right into this one, right? So the number one reason, um, security. And, and I think that there's a belief, if you go out and, and read articles about Android, there is a belief that Android is less secure than the devices that we used previously on the legacy um, Windows Mobile. That is, that, is not, that is not accurate. Android has a lot of security um, controls in place. And, you know, when you think about the, the old uh, Windows CE devices, they're now end of life. So there's no patching, there's no updates, anything from a security perspective and how they're connecting to um, your network is not, is not a secure connection at this point. So, you know, I liken it to if 80% of the companies in the United States haven't updated their devices to Android, that's a huge hole from a security perspective for us to open up and allow hackers to jump right through, right? So you and I know there's this huge number of devices that haven't been updated, which means the bad guys know that there's a large number of devices that haven't been updated. And as soon as they penetrate your network and see that you're running Android, there's, there's no need, need for them to continue to try to, to get your customer and company data. And so... You know, Android standing by itself is as secure, if not more secure than legacy Windows. But when you talk about refreshing from the old to the new, it's critical um, that we get our customers onto supported, updated devices so that we can ensure that there's stability and security around customer data. You know, and the, the other piece is the, the devices in the warehouses are going and, and stores are going from you know, RF scanning devices to multi-purpose tools. So, you know, if you think about your mobile phone, I'm probably aging myself, but the flip phones of the past where you had to, where you had to hit a button six times to text the letter C, um, you know, to, to, to what we're using today, I, I can sit with my phone and I can pay my bills and I can watch a video of my dog at doggy daycare and I can check my email um, and, and very similar with the RF scanning devices. There was a time where, you know, it was a, it was a brick on a stick and all you did was hit the button and it scanned a barcode. And, and as we move to these Android devices, they look and feel like devices we're all using at home and they, they operate in a very similar manner. So there's enterprise applications that can be loaded and put on these devices that change it from being just a scanner to a scanner and maybe um, a device that you can um, 
clock in and clock out. You can get signatures because they're touchscreen. There's just, there's so much more we can do with these devices and to drive productivity within, um, within the warehouses. Another piece that's really taking off um, is, is the voice capabilities like those that are offered through Honeywell, where you know, we're really pushing this forward as an extension of what somebody does in their outside world, and they're bringing it into the four walls of their job, and they're able to use the device very similarly and in a really productive way. Uh, if you're going to look ahead to 2021, then what's uh, the number one priority that companies should uh, focus on to stay competitive? I, I think the number one thing, and you know, I've covered it a couple times, and I'll I'll maybe harp on it a little bit, is really around around labor. Uh, it's it's using using our resources in a way that um, best suit the needs of the company. And so, you know, for years, they've been putting articles out about the shortage of labor in the technical field. I'm trying to convince our son to go into the field because I'm like, you'll have a job as soon as you graduate from college. (laughs) Right. So it's, (laughs) it's, you know, continuing to um, ensure that the labor is being used in the right place because the fact is, Labor is the most ex- expensive component of any business. And so having someone manage spreadsheets or doing asset management or, you know, anything that for, for a resource within the four walls of a company, it seems like, you know, kind of a day-to-day slow process when you could actually be having them work on real transformation projects and working with their end users on customer experience goals. While we at Barcoding work on the management of the mobile devices, it's a much more effective way to use IT resources and get value add on the project. So I I believe in Barcoding and Honeywell believes that hiring in a team of experts to handle everything from streamlining new device rollout to MDM management, managing spare pool help desk contracts. Um, consulting, refresh planning, security planning. Those are all things that is second nature for us. So give that to us and let us manage that and take these resources that are so critical and move them to something that is more transformational for your business. To me, that's the number one thing to stay competitive. There is a a fight for this labor and it's really ensuring that when you when you get it and you convince them to come work at your company, that you're using them on things that are really going to make your company a better place. Yeah, excellent information. Uh, Carrie, where can the audience go if they want to find out more about uh, your insights? Sure thing. Yeah, so barcoding.com. Um, you can go out there. All of our social media handles are available through barcoding.com. I am also available through LinkedIn at Carrie Corbin if anyone wants to reach out to me directly or see any of the articles and and good stuff we're putting out on there. Excellent. Carrie Corbin, uh, that was some great information. Best of luck with everything uh, there at Barcoding, and stay safe out there, okay? Thanks, you too. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get underscore IL and stay ahead of the 3PL game.
Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.